discussion. So it is uh, time for Closet Conversations. And today on Closet Conversations, we're talking fertility. Late Night Conversations. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Shoo, uh, that jarred me a bit. Uh, but uh, Dr. Natalia Novikova is a gynecologist and endoscopic surgeon. He practices both in Cape Town and Johannesburg, and the discussion today is fertility. Dr. Novikova, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. What is fertility? Thank you, Thank you for inviting me. Fertility is a condition when a couple is unable to fall pregnant after trying for a year. After trying for a 12-month period? Correct. So you say a couple because, I mean, you know, some people believe uh, wrongly that fertility is a woman issue. Not at all. It takes two to make a baby. It's not just one person. So it will definitely be a couple. And 50% of causes of infertility are related to women, and the other 50% are related to men. So if you say if you, a couple cannot conceive after a year, then they cl- there clearly is something that, you know, is not working right. What is fertility linked with? Is it linked with lifestyle? Is it linked with the kind of food we eat? Is it linked with how often we have sex? It. It's linked with uh, all of the factors that you have mentioned and others. So to fall pregnant and conceive a baby, one needs an egg and a sperm. And we've got to have a good quality egg and good quality sperm. So the woman has to be able to produce this egg. So she, the egg matures, a woman ovulates and releases the egg in the middle of the menstrual cycle. Uh, and men have got to have a sufficient sperm count to be able so to connect to the egg. Um, the egg is... Sorry, I've got some background um, uh, noise. Uh, uh, so the, the causes of infertility in women would be related to ability to produce this egg and it can be influenced by hormonal issues. It can be influenced by lifestyle. For example, women who exercise a lot and uh, like a professional sports women or women who are anorexic such as they under eat um, and they have a low uh, body mass index or women who are hugely overweight uh, and uh, are obese would not be able to produce this egg. So there's like various factors and opposite factors that can lead to the same issue. Uh, I, yeah. I like how uh, you re- reference the sperm and the egg as good quality. Uh, because I wanted to ask, uh, you know, you know, is there a pill you can pop, for example, as a woman or as a man to make sure that your egg or your sperm is good quality? What makes for good quality sperm and egg? Now, good quality of sperm or egg uh, is um, 
made by <laughs> nature, basically. And uh, the age influences uh, good quality egg and sperm. And, um, for example, um, if we, as we get older, men or women, the quality of eggs and sperm decreases. And that would be influenced by uh, environmental factors uh, and it could be influenced by toxins in the air or in our food. Can we actually eat something that is going to improve quality of egg and sperm? Well, healthy lifestyle, just like general things, green vegetables, exercise will definitely have some influence, but it's not the main determining factor. Some of it just determine, is determined by genetics mm. and by age. So then what happens with contraception and getting pregnant? For example, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, if, if a woman is on some sort of contraception, does she still see that uh, one year period as the window uh, to getting pregnant? Or is that uh, window a little longer for you if you were on contraception? Contraceptive pills don't influence ability to fall pregnant, neither do inject, uh, neither do uh, patches or implant on implant or intrauterine contraceptive device or IUD or loop. However, uh, the injectable contraceptive such as Depo-Provera does interfere with ability to fall pregnant for up to two years after stopping the injections. So injections is, are not a great contraceptive for women who desire fertility in the future. Um, however, the other options such as still patches, implants, loops are absolutely fine. And as soon as you stop them, you will be able to fall pregnant unless there is other factors interfering with the ability to fall pregnant. So if one plants a baby, uh, in a month's time, then it's a good idea to take contraceptive pill until you're actually ready to fall pregnant. There is no need to win off the pill or have a break from the pill before you fall pregnant because most likely you're going to have an unwanted pregnancy. Mm. By the way, you can join the conversation if you want to. We are on 011-714-2006 or 011-482-1863. You can also SMS us on the number 41391. That SMS costs you a rent 50 if you do. Or WhatsApp us on 061-410-4107. We are in conversation with Dr. Natalia Novikova. And today we're talking about fertility and the causes of infertility. We've got a voice note, uh, Dr. Dr. Novikova, let's hear what they have to say. Greetings again to you there, Sis KG. A very warm welcome. I forgot to say that the first time I sent the voice note, as well as to Dr. Novikova. I have a brief question as it relates to fertility and the LGBTQIP community, particularly intersex people who might have their uteruses um, facing uh, upside down instead of the normal uterus that would be placed uh, as we would see it in 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 the average woman with intersex people the uterus is, is not normally the way that it sits with some of them at any rate what are the implications of fertility in such cases thank you asanda molos Berkeley east okay did you hear that uh dr novikova yes thank you for the question okay so in in most uh, women the uteruses uh, face up and in about 10 to 15% of women, the uteruses 
face down. That does not influence ability to fall pregnant, independent uh, of uh, gender identity and LGBT status. Uh, so which, whichever way the uterus is faced, it's still okay to fall pregnant. There is a tale that if the uterus is faces down, uh, it's more difficult to fall pregnant and one to have to use certain positions uh, to fall pregnant. Uh, that hasn't been quite proven in practice or in science. Okay. Let's talk, um, you know, when, when you get help, um, who, at what point do you even go and get help and who goes? Do you go together as the couple? How does the process of getting help work? So it's a good idea to address the issue together, uh, to think that there is an issue one to one has to first of all have to have a regular sexual intercourse um what is regular what is regular i mean how much sex do you need to be having three times a week three times a day five times a a week so you should have as much sex as you wish to have but to fall pregnant one has to have minimum of two to three times a week and one can time the ovulation so the ovulation occurs generally on around 13, 14 day of the menstrual cycle. And we calculate that from the first day of the bleeding. The ovulation so, Sorry, sorry, say that slowly. So it's 13 days from the first day of the woman's bleeding, the day right. your menses start. So you calculate 13 days from that 13th day, then you should be having sex like birds. Exactly. Got it. And generally, I'll go into a little bit of detail on that. No, let's go and to a call and then you can go into detail about, about, about the, 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 okay, the call is gone. Let's go into detail because, I mean, some people say it's easier to conceive. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit embarrassed, but it's fine. Some people say it's easier to conceive if you have a particular style of sex or you, you do specific things in the bedroom. Let, let's talk to, you know, what makes it easy for people to conceive? So I'll go back to science um, and uh, start with the dates before we get to the position. Which is the 13th day after the menses. Yes. So I would like to just expand on that. So the ovulation or release of the egg occurs actually two weeks before the next menstrual period. Okay. But but that's a little bit difficult to calculate. So if woman has 28-day cycle, then the ovulation occurs on day 13 to 14 of menstrual cycle. If woman has... 30-day cycle, it will be on day 16 of the menstrual cycle. If it's 32-day cycle, then it's on day 18 of menstrual cycle. So that day 13 can be a little bit later in women who have periods 30, 32, 35 days apart. Sure. And lo- yeah. Yes. No, go on. Lots of women use apps to track their periods, and that comes quite handy when you're trying to fall pregnant because if you've been tracking your periods and you'll know how long your cycle is. Oh, there's, there's apps to track your period. Absolutely. There's plenty of apps to track the period. Fantastic. Okay, I've got, I've got a, a, a WhatsApp note 
Um, um, because we're talking now how to get pregnant. Um, Evening, KG, and your guest. Um, Me and my wife, I'm reading it as is, Dr. Novikova. Me and my wife are five years together. She fell pregnant four years ago and had a miscarriage. She's on the contraceptive pill for the last four months, and we've been trying to fall pregnant, but nothing yet. Can the doctor tell me what the problem could be, please? I thank you. She's on contraceptive. Anyway, let the doctor say it. Okay, here you go, KG. You answered the, the she's question. She's on contraceptives. <laughs> she won't fall pregnant if she's on contraceptives. Um, let's talk about what they call unexplained fertility, where some people say we do everything right, we have sex at the right time, we have a healthy sex life, we eat healthy, we are generally healthy, nobody over-exercises, but yet we're not able to fall pregnant. Well, we'll call something unexplained infertility if we've excluded hormonal issues and uh, blockage uh, issues in the tubes, and this is related to female infertility, um, and we've excluded something a little bit more rare and less known as immunological issues, such as women producing antibodies to the sperm, and that would stop the pregnancy to occur. Uh, also, genetic issues, such as issues with the uh, genetic um, and kind of uh, material in the egg. Uh, or male infertility, which also can be related to hormonal issues, to low sperm count, um, and to due to genetic issues of sometimes something like uh, varicose um, uh, of the um, uh, testicles, such as enlarged veins in the testicles. So there's a number in, of issues in the men that can cause infertility as well. Once we've excluded all of those causes, then we talk about unexplained infertility. Okay, we have another uh, uh, WhatsApp, uh, Dr. Novikova. Uh, the, uh, the message reads, what's the side effects of injection on the man? I'm asking this question because since my partner started using an injection, I'm assuming that's a contraception injection, I do have some hot pimples on the front of my thing. I think he's saying on the front of his penis, uh, he's got some what he calls hot pimples. Injections taken by women for contraceptive um, reasons will not have any influence on men. We had this question like a week or a few weeks ago, but the answer is still the same. There is no influence of the injections on men. And uh, the hot pimples on the penis are probably related to an infection, and the listener should see a doctor to get it investigated. Okay, so the, the the listener must please, please urgently see a doctor because the hot pimples on your penis and cannot come from an injection. It might be an infection that you have. We were um, also talking, um, I, we haven't talked about tests. 
um, um, you know, because for some people, there's a worry of the processes that they're going to have to go through to try and get pre- pregnant. I think it's also particularly tough on women, uh, you know, struggling to get pregnant because you're surrounded by people uh, that, you know, to them, it seems easy and natural. You know, some people even say, I blink and I get pregnant. Uh, you know, how easy uh, is the process of testing uh, and how easy are those test to endure? Are they long? You know, let's talk about the testing part. Perfect. I will discuss the testing part. And in terms of the easiness to fall pregnant, one, about 20% of couples fall pregnant in one go or in one cycle of trying. So out of, like, say, 10 couples who are trying to fall pregnant in this one month, uh, only two couples will fall pregnant and the oh, other wow. three won't. And that's normal because there's lots of factors that come into place for pregnancy to occur. So it's normal that only two out of ten or one in five will fall pregnant in that month. And that's, wow. we say, that's why we say that for a couple to fall pregnant, uh, it takes about 12 months. Wow. If someone uh, Two out of ten is, is quite small. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like that. Wow. Think about I don't even know how we got pregnancy. to how do we how did we get to a population of almost eight billion in the world when it's that hard to fall pregnant? But anyway, <laughs> yep, um, and you know the the egg lives only for twenty four hours hmm. for the pregnancy to occur. Sperm has to be there or have to arrive there within twenty four hours of release of the egg for a woman to fall pregnant. Sperm leaves for about three to five days. So timing of intercourse is quite important for pregnancy to happen. So when we talk about the test for infertility, uh, we once again have to talk about a couple, not just a woman and not just a man. Mm. And um, one would have just a regular tests or assessments where we take a history, work out the woman's chronic illnesses, family history, any mm. kind of genetic illnesses in the family, in the couple, and uh, do an assessment in a pap smear, blood pressure, um, all the routine things, like simple things that one would have uh, checked every year in any case without infertility as well. Mm. Uh, and uh, we would then proceed to uh, doing hormonal checkups and we can uh, and a pelvic ultrasound. So pelvic ultrasound will give us an idea about anatomy, about structure of the um, uterus, and it will give us an idea about um, structure of the ovaries and we can actually look at the ovarian anatomy and how many eggs or we call it a follicular count a woman has and that would give us an idea about um, ovarian reserve and Mm. it doesn't tell us about quality of the eggs but it does give us an idea about quantity of the eggs. Mm -hmm. We will check various hormonal levels. Uh, We can check if the ovulation occurs or not, and that can be done on a blood test. Or there is actually little kits that one can purchase at the pharmacy where we can check uh, ovulation by peeing on this little stick. And uh, it will give us, it's similar like a pregnancy test, but Mm -hmm. now it checks for the ovulation. This is just a simple test, which are very non-invasive. They're not painful and simply simple to do. And 
as we've done those tests and didn't find any issues in women, we would then proceed to a little bit more complicated tests, such as checking for the patency or openness of the fallopian tubes. Mm -hmm. Because if the tubes are blocked, women can't fall pregnant. So to check the fallopian tubes, one can do with an X-ray or an operation such as keyhole surgery or laparoscopy. Mm -hmm. So that's the next step. In men, uh, we start uh, with, once again, just a general assessment, history taking, physical examination, and um, then we would proceed with a semen test. And the semen test will give us an idea of a sperm count. So once we've done all of those tests, we will have more information of the potential cause of infertility and how to tackle it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so let, let's talk about um, the issue of the biological clock. Um, you know, people, especially, but I think in women, women will say my biological clock is ticking. I need to get to get pregnant. So is it something that's for real? Is there a cutoff? I mean, you know, it's quite interesting and fascinating because there's women these days that fall pregnant at 50. Jenna Jackson had a baby uh, at 50 years old. I can't remember who else recently had a baby um, or fell pregnant at age 50 years old at 50 years. So this biological thing, is it a real thing or is it negotiable? Biological thing is absolutely real. The fertility in women decreases uh, gradually. It decreases after the age of 35 significantly and it decreases drastically after the age of 37. We know that ovarian reserve is very low in our 40s and Achieving a pregnancy, even with fertility treatments after the age of 42, is a mission impossible. Women who fall pregnant in their 50s are most likely using their frozen eggs that they have frozen when they were younger, Mm. in their 30s, or they're using an egg donor to fall pregnant. And then when you, uh, you, you know, some people will say, I'm very fertile, and yet I still fail to have children. Like, you know, they, they will constantly get pregnant and yet have many, many miscarriages. How does that happen? So the reason for miscarriages could be also a poor egg quality or poor sperm quality, Um it could be genetic reasons, uh, such as when the egg and the sperm comes together, the, it's, the pregnancy is not viable because the genetic material in that uh, little embryo uh, is not uh, kind of good enough for to develop into a baby. Mm-hmm. There could be uh, conditions that the woman has that stop pregnancy developing, such as clotting disorders, and that lead to little clots in the placenta and the embryo not feeding from the blood supply from the woman and not developing. So quite a number of reasons. Mm. Uh, we've got another uh, uh, WhatsApp uh, note. Uh, it reads, good evening, KG and uh, the doctor. What are the key reasons for missing a cycle at times and also having a varying cycle? 
the reasons uh, of missing a cycle, so I presume missing the menstrual period at yes. times, yeah. um, are various. Uh, one of the common reasons is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, it's when the ovulation does not occur and a menstrual cycle uh, or menstruation does not happen. Uh, so polycystic ovarian syndrome is one of the common reasons for missing a period. Sometimes uh, it's actually normal. It could be just stress that stops women having one menstrual period. Yeah. Heavy exercise, uh, once again, can lead to no periods at all. Uh, anorexia or eating disorders um, and being underweight may stop women from menstruating. And there is a few other reasons, such as tumors in the brain called prolactinoma, which will also um, stop women from menstruating, as well as thyroid problems, so like a few hormonal problems that can stop periods. Okay. Sometimes it's a structural reasons in the uterus. There is a rare condition called Eschemann syndrome, where women develop uh, adhesions, a little a, a kind of... Um, binds in the uterus and that happens after surgical procedure on the uterus after miscarriage it's very rare but occurs and women also stop having periods in such cases did you answer that question about uh, uh, sexual positions Dr. Novikova <laughs> uh, are there because I mean there is a, a myth and a belief uh, that that says that uh, there's some sexual positions that make it a lot easier for a woman to conceive a child and others not so perhaps we clarify is there such a thing or any kind of in Zulu they say any kind of sex goes any kind of sex goes if semen is uh, of good quality and fast it will reach the egg sexual positions that will allow that to happen quicker like with legs on the top and high will Certainly the male, the male producer of this show is highly excited as you say that, but anyway. <laughs> that will help the sperm to get to the egg quicker. So whatever can get the semen quicker to the egg would uh, speed up the ability to fall pregnant. But it's definitely not essential in someone with a good quality sperm. Anything would go. Anything goes. Okay. There's another uh, uh, WhatsApp, uh, Dr. Novikova. Good evening, KG and the doctor. My wife fell pregnant 11 months after she stopped the depot. I'm assuming the depot is some kind of uh, contraceptive. Correct. So depot is an injectable contraceptive. And So what is the question? Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's oh, a statement. It's a yes, so, I mean, you can fall pregnant immediately or you can fall pregnant a few months later. But we know that DEPO is one of the contraceptives that actually does interfere with fertility even after stopping it. So we know that... It may take up to two years for women to fall pregnant after stopping depo. Oh, perhaps that's the reason why he's saying that. Yes, uh, yeah. Because I suppose uh, earlier on you said uh, for some people it takes up to two years after they get off depo. Uh, perhaps that's why he's saying for him, <laughs> I think it's a victory uh, note more than anything. He's <laughs> saying he bypassed it and managed to get his wife pregnant 11 months out of, after that as opposed to two years. 
let's, <laughs> well let's, done let's talk about about fertility uh, treatments and issues of affordability uh, because uh, you know uh, is it easy for anyone who is you know struggling to get pe- pregnant to walk into uh, a gynae or endoscopic surgeon's office and then it's a process that gets done perhaps through medical aid for you to try and get fertility treatments or are they expensive? Fertility treatments, depending on what they are, are generally privately funded. Uh, it's easy to get fertility service, I think, in South Africa as well, um, if you can afford it, of course, because and those services are quite pricey. If we talk about um, fertility treatments, we start, as I said, with an assessment and we then proceed to whatever issue that has to be addressed. And the cost of the treatment would depend on what the reason for infertility is. There are lots of fertility clinics in South Africa, and they provide service known as in vitro fertilization or IVF, Mm. uh, where we take a a sperm and an egg and create a baby in the tube and then transfer it into the uterus. Mm -hmm. Um, The cost of uh, one cycle of IVF can vary from about 30 to 50,000 rand. Wow. but it is cheaper in the government hospitals, and there is a number of fertility centers in the uh, government hospitals. For example, at Grutiskir Hospital, Tigerberg Hospital is in Cape Town, there are fertility clinics, and I presume there is one at WITS, um, and uh, or like all in all the other places around South Africa. Mm-hmm. And if you go through the government service, it should be like it is much cheaper. It's a quarter of a price or a third of a price. The success of the IVF depends once again on what the cause of infertility is, and mm. it would vary from about 20 to 40 percent. So one has to remember that doing one cycle of IVF only gives you around 30% chance of having a baby at the end. Mm-hmm. So you may need two or three or five cycles of a year to have one baby. Mm-hmm. We have a voice note, uh, Dr. Novikova. Let's hear what they have to say. Hi, good evening, uh, KG. Um, it has been long since the last time um, at Mlonjani. Um, and hi to Dr. Natalie. Um, I just want to find out from the doc, um, if a lady has done an abortion uh, before, um, um, let's say um, uh, um, an illegal abortion, um, I don't know which one is illegal, which one is not, um, will that in a way have caused a damage, I mean, to her womb? for her to conceive uh, because uh, there's someone who's close to me. I mean, she has done an abortion before and after that she got married and she's been struggling a lot, I mean, to to have a baby. And they've uh, gone to different kinds of doctors, uh, but um, there's no help. And then when coming to the men's side, um, this is what I want to know. I'm 45 now and I'm planning to have uh, my last child um at the age of 46 so 
um when should i start being worried about i uh, my fertility as a man uh, because um i exercise uh because i eat healthy i don't smoke i don't drink um so i just want to find out when is the right time for a guy uh, to start panicking about his bam counts um to to can make a lady to conceive um this is france uh, from Polokwane. thanks kg missed your voice bye bye <laughs> okay did you hear did you hear those questions dr novikova uh, yes thank you for the questions uh, so in terms of uh, abortion medical abortion and influence on fertility uncomplicated abortion has no influence on fertility and women should be able to fall pregnant when she's ready if the abortion had complications such as infection it may influence future fertility but that's not a common scenario in our modern time in terms of when the man has to worry about uh, ability to con- create a conception for men it's much easier and we know it from our world leaders they have babies much later in life, uh, <laughs> seemingly easily. <laughs> and the male infertility also decreases gradually with age, and the quality of sperm decreases. It's not re- Age is not really an issue in men. Yes, they can have babies whenever they want, right? Yeah, one just has to worry about ability to look after the baby as you get older. <laughs> Having the first baby when you're 60 or 70 can be a big task. So if you if you were to give uh, somebody uh, uh, two uh, different types of advice uh, to a man and a woman who's listening to us, a man first and then a woman or whichever one you prefer, about getting pregnant now, what piece of advice, if it were one piece of advice per man or one piece of advice per woman, what advice would you give them about getting pregnant? Well, have sex to fall pregnant, first of all. <laughs> it's good to be vagina penetrated sex. Sometimes even that advice is <laughs> seems to be a surprise to couples. have sex. Yeah, that's the first one. And then a healthy lifestyle, exercise, healthy mm. eating, no smoking, no illicit drugs is quite important. And my 11-year-old son today was pointing out to me that if you have children later in life, you can afford more for your children. Yeah. He was okay. talking from selfish perspective, obviously. <sighs> okay, to all those people having sex, think about whether or not you can afford those children that you're having sex uh, for right now. Uh, there's another uh, WhatsApp note. It says, what is the procedure of semen analysis? Uh, Temba, you put your name there, so I'm going to say it. Temba in Durban. He wants to know the procedure of semen analysis. So semen analysis is performed uh, in a lab and one has to produce semen for us to be able to analyze it. There are a few rules around that. So we would we need a man not to have ejaculation for 72 hours before they ejaculate for semen analysis. And the semen So they mustn't have sex for three days. Yes, and they must not masturbate. They must not ejaculate for three days before this test. They then produce semen with masturbation into a 
jar, special cup that lab gives them, and that semen has to be delivered to the lab within 30 minutes of production of ejaculation. And it's got to be kept in like at room temperature, like warm kind of, not too hot, not too cold uh, in those 30 minutes of delivery. And that's all. That's, that's your rules. Fantastic. Um, I think we're covered. Um, maybe we get your contact details. Uh, if uh, people are too shy to come on our WhatsApp line or call uh, and can afford to come into your offices in Cape Town and Joburg, Dr. Novikova, uh, uh, what, are your, what are your details? Website, telephone? So uh, the phone number for the office is 76242 double zero two seven and you can find all lots of information and we have online bookings via website drnovikova.coza fantastic thank you very much uh dr novikova thank you so much uh for your insights and uh, good luck for the working day again tomorrow uh, thank you, KJ, and have a wonderful evening. Thank, thank you for inviting me. Thank you uh, for talking to me. It's uh, four minutes to midnight. Uh, that number for Dr. Novikova is 076-242-0027, or you can go and do an online booking on uh, drnovikova.co.za. So, yeah. So it is Phineas Ntoba, who is <laughs> the technical producer, of this show and Benzito Rihotzo or Ben Rihotzo is uh, the producer of the show. My name is Homozo Keiji Mwikitsi. I have been in today for Patricia Anduli who uh, will probably be back tomorrow night and uh, thank you very much uh, for keeping me company. We appreciate it. I'm not quite sure who comes uh, after me uh, but uh, keep it SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide.